The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3172. The Outpost is episode 12 from season 2 of The Bad Batch. Quite possibly the best episode of the year, so far at least. And today we're going to do our breakdown review episode. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the amazing thing about The Outpost, one of the many amazing things, is that it is such an incredible episode, but so simple in terms of its plot. Maybe simple's the wrong word, maybe straightforward would be better, just, you know, for the connotation thereof. So, there's a bunch of clones that are being sent to provide additional protection for a supply depot prior to the cargo that's there being picked up by Imperial shipping folks. And when we get to the planet, we find out that there have been raiders who are attacking the depot and stealing cargo, and so they have to figure out how to protect it and to hopefully thwart the raiders. So yeah, pretty straightforward, right? But every element that comes together to fulfill this plot is just so perfectly calibrated. This is a Crosshair story, and this is actually only the second episode in which Crosshair appears in this season. And just by comparison, Crosshair was in nine episodes of the 16 in season one. And I'll say that if I have even the barest of notes <laughs> about what's happening with the season so far, it's that I would have liked to have seen Crosshair at least one more time prior to this because of the rule of threes, basically. <laughs> you know, like give him two particular situations where things are increasingly difficult for him before we get this third and final kind of situation. But yeah, small matters for sure. We have the absolutely terrible Lieutenant Nolan who just does not bother to hide his disgust for clones. He doesn't like used equipment, as he puts it. I mean, from the jump, you know that this is an awful human being and also seemingly cut from the same cloth as Admiral Rampart, except that it's like as you go lower down in the ranks, people just get nastier and nastier. Then you have the work of Dee Bradley Baker in this episode and you know, it's already enough that he has created so many different inflections and voices for various clone troopers throughout the history of the Clone Wars and Rebels and now the Bad Batch. But it's one thing to do the voices and it's another thing to do the acting behind the voices. And I would encourage you to listen to this episode of The Bad Batch in a situation where you can have earpods in, headphones, what have you, just to get the full sound effect of D. Bradley Baker as Crosshair. Throughout the course of the episode, you hear Crosshair's voice breaking over and over again and more significantly every single time until we get to the finale. 
And what a development for Crosshair as a character this episode is, too. I'm hesitant to say that we have a completely redeemed Crosshair at this point, because for what we've seen so far, all he's done is shoot his commanding officer in a difficult situation, and it's someone who just has absolutely no respect for the people that he's commanding. It doesn't necessarily mean that Crosshair has rejected the Empire as a whole, though it certainly opens the door to that possibility a lot wider than it ever was. But the development that I think that is most significant for Crosshair is the fact that he went to this length over a reg, as the Bad Batch tended to refer to the regular clone troopers. In Season 7 of The Clone Wars, when they went on the mission that ultimately resulted in the rescue of Echo, one of the things that Crosshair had said at some point was that, you know, oh, he's just a reg. Like, he has not had any respect for the regs for quite a long time, and finally he meets someone to respect in Mayday. Although I dare say that Mayday isn't necessarily, you know, the only one he could have respected. It's someone who just finally kind of broke the seal for Crosshair in that way. And I think it's amazing that the character is named Mayday because this is like the red alert situation that finally gets through to Crosshair to tell him that things are terrible within the Empire for the clones. That, and of course, the absolutely heartbreaking turn with the reveal of what was in the cargo containers. And so this is where I say, oh my gosh, Jennifer Corbett, wow, wow, and wow, what an incredible turn this was. I mean, we knew it was going to be something that would be challenging to the clones in some fashion. They kind of set up the idea of, yeah, I've never you know thought to look what's in the crates. Like, whatever, I'm just here protecting the crates. A mission's a mission. It's lame that I used to be out on combat missions and now I'm sitting around babysitting boxes, but whatever. The lines that Mayday gets with the reveal are just enough. Like, not too much, not too little. It's just so perfect. I mean, talking about the bitterness of shiny new toys for their shiny new army, and then the despair of all that they've sacrificed the clones have and for what. And just reflecting on himself, we're good soldiers, we followed orders, but for what? And he could have gone on and said to be treated like this and to support, you know, a fall of one republic and the rise of an empire, like, but there was no need to. It's perfect. And Crosshair gets it, obviously. I think, ultimately, the thing that gets Crosshair over the hurdle with the reg situation is that Mayday reminds him a little bit of his Bad Batch comrades. He sasses back against the commanding officer, so he clearly doesn't have respect for the chain of command. He only has respect for you know, the work that gets done in the field. The casual nature with which Mayday disarms the mine or disables the mine that Crosshair has stepped on, and then Mayday knocking him out of the way of a rock to save his life, potentially during that avalanche. Uh, yeah, I think these are the things that made Crosshair ultimately 
decide that Oreg is his brother just as much as anyone else in the clone army was. And if it wasn't clear how poorly the clones are thought of by this new empire, when Crosshair stumbles onto that landing platform dragging Mayday along and nobody goes to help them, like none of the stormtroopers go to help whatsoever, and obviously Nolan doesn't, I mean, what more sign do you need? I imagine that Crosshair thinks it's his dying act to shoot Lieutenant Nolan and it's a last bit of justice, so it's definitely a surprise also as a viewer when the screen goes black and you're expecting the credits to roll for Crosshair to wake up in the facility at Mount Tantus being experimented upon by Emery. And I'll say it again, there's a quality to Keisha Castle Hughes' voice that feels very Omega-like. I keep expecting to see Michelle Ong's name in place of Keisha, Cas Keisha Castle Hughes' name in the credits. But yeah, there's something about her voice, especially in headphones, that sounds very similar. But this is another piece of the finale that they're developing last week it was Lama Sue strategizing with them about getting Omega, now they've got Crosshair in their clutches. Yeah, this was just a pitch-perfect episode, and based on how things are starting to play out as we ramp up to the finale, I'm starting to get more and more excited about it. I'd love to hear what you think about it. Did you think it was as awesome as I did? And if you didn't, that's okay. I'd like to hear that too. Let me know. YouTube comments are right there. And for audio listeners, check it out at sw7x7.com. The blog post for this show's episode it has a comment section there. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.